never miss the water till your well runs dry. You never miss Joe Turner till he says goodbye. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. It has been a while, but we are back in typical Dump on the Ump fashion. Tonight is Tuesday. August the 22nd, 2023, coming at you per usual from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back. Feels good to be back. Uh, and I will say that unlike some years in true dump on the unpassion, we didn't just completely go dark all the way through Major League Baseball playoffs. So that's got to count for something. We right. just missed a good chunk of the season. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we're only ostensibly a baseball podcast, so that's fine. Yeah. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take tonight has to do with uh, your Chicago White Sox, actually. And uh, we missed a lot of the season, but one of the highlights I feel like was the epic brawl between uh, the Cleveland Guardians Jose Ramirez, and the Chicago White Sox, Tim Anderson. Um, apparently, Tim Anderson and the entire Guardians team had been talking a lot of smack throughout the series, and Jose Ramirez slid into second base with a double, and Tim Anderson put a tag down, apparently a little too hard for Jose Ramirez's uh, liking, and the two squared off and got into a fist fight. And Tim Anderson got knocked right out. But my hot take <clears throat> is that if you don't know how to fight, then do not get into a fight on national television right. because you'll just look like an idiot. And right. these two gentlemen who got into this fight, Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Guardians and Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox, clearly both had never gotten into a fight in their entire life. Like they both looked like they were doing what they thought people in fights should be doing. And Jose Ramirez was just like, looked like he had his eyes closed and was just like throwing haymakers with both his hands. And then Tim Anderson looked like he was trying to do something from like Tekken or like he was, he looked, you know, his hands were down around his waist. He was like dancing around and just got plopped right in the jaw and went down in a heap. But both of them just look like idiots. And so my hot take is if you don't know how to fight, don't fight on TV because everyone on the internet is just going to laugh at you. Right. And I was so surprised by it because Tim Anderson is from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And Jose Ramirez is from the DR. He was born in I just looked this up. Bonnie Palavia, Dominican Republic. And they're about the same age. I would expect kids growing up in the 90s and early 2000s in either Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or the DR would know how to fight. But apparently neither of these guys did, which is shocking to me. 
you know, they're probably elite athletes from an early age and so have been coached and coddled their entire lives, you know? Right, but wasn't David Ortiz almost murdered in the Dominican Republic? Yeah, but that was as an adult. Okay. And that was not in a fist fight on national television either. Right, he didn't get embarrassed. And yeah, it looks like that. He had the sense to not be embarrassed by either winning or losing a fight while looking like a complete idiot. <laughs> like they were 19th century gentlemen squaring right. up. I didn't look like <laughs> The real winners that came out of that fight were the play-by-play announcers who all of a sudden were like, who are now immortalized. Was that the Guardian's radio guy who had that call yeah, yeah. That is now just famous across the internet? <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty sad. It was pretty sad to see Tim Anderson knocked on his butt. Also, that was yeah. funny and sad <laughs> at the same time. It was a it's a kind of bad exclamation point on a bad season. On a bad Tim season. Anderson. <laughs> yes, this has been definitely the season from hell for Tim Anderson. <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. I really do. <laughs> All right. Also joining us, special guest. Long-time listener, first-time caller is Jake. Jake, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, my hot take is that the Red Sox second baseman that just got called up hit two grand slams in the span of one week, one against the Yankees and one against the Nationals. And uh, Luis, I'm not even going to... Yeah, I'm not even going to try on his last name. I'm not. Uh, but he had two grand slams in the span of a week. Wow. That's pretty sweet. Red Sox, they're, what, fourth in that division. They're still vaguely in the wild. Not vaguely. They're definitely in the wild card hunt right now. So why did the Red Sox call this guy up now? What, who was playing second base for them? I don't know. They, uh, they've had a kind of revolving door second base situation all season. And this guy was a, our kind of biggest pickup at the trade deadline. He was the longtime second baseman for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh-huh. And he's been injured all year. So we traded for him. And he was still on the IL, so he didn't come up until last week or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox have been kind of on a winning streak, haven't they? They swept the Yankees. Well, that's always good. Yeah, they own the Yankees. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, they've been, I mean, that's the way they've been all season. They'll like win eight games, lose eight games, win eight games, lose eight games. I'm trying to look up this guy's name. Oh, yeah, they swept the Yankees. They swept the Yankees, and two out of three of those games weren't even close. That's exciting. Yeah, it was good. That's excellent. Um, Jake, how do you feel about uh, Masataka Yoshida? Are you a Yoshida fan? For the yeah. Red yeah, I you like- uh, yeah, I like him a lot. He started out sucking in the first part of the season, but now he's good. Yeah, I've got my uh, 
coworker who's Japanese is a huge Yoshida fan, and he talks talks about him all the time. I just found this guy, Luis Urias. I know him. He's yeah. Bound yeah, I know him. Yeah, no, he's been with the Brewers. I think he was an all-star one year. Um, he's a good player, but he's one of those guys who never maybe lived up to his potential. Sure, sure. That makes sense, actually. I would believe that. Red Sox lost to Houston last night. They're down 0-2 at the moment. And and so for new listeners of the podcast, I'm a Chicago White Sox fan. Both Sam and Jake and most of our guests on this podcast happen to be Boston Red Sox fans. But here you go, guys. The next, the rest of the month, the next 10 games for Boston are against four at the Astros, three at home against the LA Dodgers, and three at home against the Astros again. So that's a pretty tough stretch. Jake, what is what have the Red Sox got to do to to win more of those games than they lose, in your opinion? Mm, they they got to get better pitching. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good call. And that's been the problem all year long, right? Yeah. 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 We have a, a number of pitchers just came back from the disabled list or the injured list. Right. So Tanner Houck is starting the game today. He's given up a two-run home run, but otherwise he's pitched okay. Uh, and through, I guess, three innings. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris Sale is back. He's made one start, pitched really well. Uh, and somebody else. There's one other person who just came back. So hopefully, like, in theory, our pitching is starting to come together for the stretch run. And what's difficult is I think that the Red Sox have one of the most difficult final month and a half of baseball, in baseball, and the um, Mariners who are ahead of us and are just playing incredible baseball have the easiest or second easiest uh, schedule yeah. for the rest of the season, so it's going to be tough for the Red Sox. Right, they got passed. The Mar- are the Mariners the only team ahead of them in the wild card right now? I think so. No, I think it's uh, the Mariners. The Rangers. The Rangers. No, the Rangers are in first place, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's Mariners. Houston, Seattle, Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Toronto, you got to catch you got to catch the Blue Jays. Do you have any more games against them? Probably. Probably. And and the the Rays, I would imagine. Yeah, you're nine games behind the Rays, though. That's That'll be a tall order. You're only three games behind Toronto at the moment. Sam. Yeah. Another thing, I was just looking at this thing that said John... Angelos, the manager, like the GM of the Orioles, uh-huh. is saying that he won't extend young stars, including Adley Rushman, like Grayson Rodriguez, I think his name is, and Gunnar Henderson, without dramatically raising prices at the ballpark. Like yeah. no one wants to buy. 
I want to talk. I want to talk about that. Let, let's let Joel do his yeah, hot take, and then let's that. talk about that. Let's definitely talk about that because we want to talk about GM, that. He's the owner. The owner, yeah. Owner, yeah. That's a good call. Okay. Uh, yeah. We we're gonna wrap back around. We're gonna talk again about this AR wild card race, and let's talk about the Baltimore Orioles because I think we all have opinions about that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take, hot off the presses, just a couple of hours ago, the Chicago White Sox have fired general manager Rick Hahn. And Good. Yeah, this is like the uh, top three happiest moment in my season this summer as a Chicago White Sox fan. I'm so glad that they finally pulled the trigger and fired that bum, Rick Hahn. Um, this was supposed to be the White Sox window of competitiveness. They haven't developed any of their guys. Maybe that's not directly Rick Hahn's fault, that they can't develop guys. But other than what, Luis Robert Jr. this year, none of their players have developed as well as they should. And Sam, you and I were texting about this the other day. You know, the Red Sox are clearly the winners of the Chris Sale trade from five years ago because what did the Chicago White Sox get out of that? They got Michael Kopech, who is a sub-500 pitcher with a career ERA over four. I think it's 4.15 right now. And they got Yoan Moncada, who A, is hurt all the time. B, has a 226 batting average this season for the White Sox. And C, spends all of his time making music videos like Despacito or whatever the heck it was. So he Rick, wishes it was Despacito. He wishes it was Despacito. <laughs> he so, wishes. It was something that he took off. What? That was him? No, no. He, he, did no. Video. he did make a music video, though. He made, It's pretty good. It is, it's pretty good. He can see. He might have a second career as a, he's Cuban, as a Cuban pop star. Uh, and, yeah. It's, it's not bad. There's potential there. Right. Now I have to look it up. And then you look at watch it on YouTube, Jake. It's pretty it's not despacito. What's it called? She now I'm I'm doing the thing. Disaster personal. Personal disaster. Not for your intro, Joel. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> it. I, Jake hates our intro song, so I'll change the intro song. We'll go to disaster. I'm sure Jake, I'm sure I've played it at least once on this podcast before check it out you you're you're gonna love it disaster d-e-s-a-s-t-o-e personal by yohan moncada available on spotify pandora apple music or wherever you get your spanish language pop songs anyway the point is happy trails rick Hahn. get lost get out of here this is the best thing our owner, Jerry Reinsdorf, has done all season, who Reinsdorf also 
and we should bring this back up when we get to the Orioles. Um, he's been threatening to move the White Sox to Nashville, uh, which I think is mostly a bunch of, um, what am I trying to say, hot air, but still something that he's trying to blackmail the city of Chicago for. So, yeah. Fine, What's he want, though? I mean, guaranteed rate field is bad. He wants no, it's not. That's like state. brand new. No, it was built in 92, I think. Yeah. Guess it's not brand new. It's not. But it's a pretty nice ballpark. I think so. Um, it was built in, yeah, it was built in 91. So it's actually, as far as MLB ballparks go, it's older than most at this point. And it's awkward with being right on the interstate and everything like that. But I don't know. He doesn't deserve a new uh, ballpark. That's for, that's for sure, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, screw you, Jerry Reinsdorf. Thanks for firing Rick on. Hopefully next year will be better than this year. Uh, uh, I, like I, like Sam and I were saying, it's been a while since we podcasted, almost a month. A lot has happened, but people keep listening to this stupid podcast, which I appreciate. So shout out to all the <laughs> listeners. Thank you for doing it. We had a mess of listeners from Dublin, Ireland last week, Sam. Ah. Yeah. Well, I wonder have, why. I have no idea why, but... I've been very much what what do you think what'd you say jake i've been promoting the podcast in dublin you have you have been good (laughs) (laughs) on twitter (laughs) well i really want to go to dublin really badly i haven't been there it's definitely moving up my to-do list you're well there Mm -hmm. You've told me that before, Sam. Yeah. I think you I already got the hat. Got the hat. Got the love of, of dark beer. Yeah. And love- like depressing literature. Depressing <laughs> literature about famine, you know? Big James Joyce fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking long walks in the rain. I like that. Yeah. You like the rain? Yep. I do like the rain. You yeah. like wool? I actually, yeah, I, I could do without wool. It's itchy. <laughs> tweed. I could go with tweed. Well, but tweed's itchy too, but you don't wear it against your skin. Okay, this is a great conversation. Thank you to Dublin for listening. Orland Park. Maybe you'll get the White Sox. Frankfurt, Germany, Amsterdam, Netherlands, Brooklyn, New York, Duluth. Jacksonville, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Champaign, Illinois, Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider, oh, excuse me. Please continue to do so. Follow us on all your social media applications, Apple Podcasts. Jake was checking out our uh, Apple Podcast reviews. Jake, do you think they could be better? Uh. There's not a lot of reviews. It's a, it, there's not a lot of reviews. He's correct. And they're all 
five stars or one stars, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a four-star review. Just give us some uh, variety. Yeah, a little variety. Variety. But don't give us a three-star review. Like, have some conviction, you know? Uh, that's a good call. Three-star review <clears throat> is literally no opinion. Like, there's right. no reason to give a three-star review. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, I, I have no opinion about this. Um, I have no p- opinion or personality is what that says. Yeah. Good call. Don't do that. All right, gentlemen. So let's jump into this. Let's go back to this AL West. Now, uh, podcast uh, regular guest Thomas is a big Mariners fan. And the Mariners have been one of, if not the hottest team in Major League Baseball over the past month. I believe they've won 13 out of 17 right now to kind of catapult themselves back into this playoff picture race, right? So going into the last six weeks of the Season. Let me look this up real quick. What we got? We got the AO West, Texas is in first place at 72 and 53. They're a game and a half ahead of the Houston Astros, and they're two games ahead of the Seattle Mariners. In the playoff picture, Texas is the number two team in the AL, right behind the Baltimore Orioles. Houston and Seattle currently are both in the wild, both control wild card spots, right behind Tampa Bay. Houston is the number two wild card. Seattle is the number three wild card. Seattle is one game ahead of Toronto and four games ahead of your Boston Red Sox. Who do you like? I'm going to go to Jake first on this one. Who do you like going down the stretch in the American League West division chase? Me? Yeah. Uh, Texas, Houston, or Seattle? Who you got? I don't like Houston. Nobody does. Yeah, no Uh, one does. I heard Thomas does. <laughs> Probably Seattle or like Seattle. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, like Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, I really. Okay. He really has. But the, the Rangers are good too. Sam, what do you think? All right. I'm going to take a. I'm going to take a hot stance here, okay? okay? Yeah. I'm going to say that Houston takes the division. Seattle takes the wild card spot. The Texas Rangers miss the playoffs. That is a hot take since they're in first place right now. Right. And they've been in first place almost the entire year, really. And they're playing good ball. Yeah. What makes you say this? Uh... I don't know. Just a hunch. It's a hunch. Sure. Well, because I still think the Red Sox are going to take 
a wild card spot. So your three wild cards are going to be Tampa. Wait, who did you say is going to win the division, the AO West? Houston. So your three wild cards are going to be Tampa Bay, Boston, and Seattle. Right, but Red Sox will take the last wild card spot. Take the last wild card spot. Okay, I could see that. Now, the Red Sox, though, I'm assuming, you'll have to check me on this one, I'm assuming that they have to play mostly other AL, AL East teams going down the stretch. Is that correct? Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we have like six more against the Yankees, though. So. And you'll win five or six of those, right? That's the Yeah, point. probably we'll win all of them. Oh, man, I'm going to throw both of you a bone right now because Twitter was being hilarious. This is a little off topic. I apologize. Twitter last week was being hilarious about Devos owning Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah. So many memes. It was really funny. Uh, I hate Garrett Cole. I'm not a Red Sox fan. I like the Red Sox fan. I absolutely despise Gary Cole. And watching him online get lit up by the Boston Red Sox was so satisfying to me. Sam. Yeah, that was great. Sam. Huh? Red Sox play the Astros, the Dodgers, and the Astros again. And the Dodgers again. They yeah. still, yeah, that's going to be tough. The Royals, the Rays, the Orioles, the Yankees. Yeah. That's not a wow. easy schedule down the stretch, except for Kansas City. Kansas City's bad. But other and than the, New York. And the Yankees, yeah. right. Yeah, that's not going to be easy. Now, who the Mariners got? Because if we think that, I mean, the Mariners are – Whooping up on my Chicago White Sox right now. That's fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> after that, okay. So the the Mariners have White Sox, Kansas City, Oakland, literally the three the three worst teams in the American <laughs> League. Mets, Cincinnati. And then they go Rays, Angels, Dodgers, Oakland, Texas, Houston, Texas. That's interesting. From Friday, September 22nd to Saturday, September 30th, the Mariners only play the Rangers and the Astros. That's when that division's going to be decided. Without a doubt. That's going to be fun. Yeah. This is actually kind of a fun season. I apologize. I'm so out of it because the White Sox are such a, a terrible, sad sack team. But you've got like a lot of interesting um, division races and also division intrigue that you're working on. AL West, AL East. You guys want to talk about the AL East? Like, I don't think the Red Sox are going to win it, but... The AL East is fascinating right now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, the AL East, the, yeah, the Red Sox did 
didn't do anything at the deadline. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> like they could have really gone for it this year, I think. That made me and mad. Ma- yeah, ma- exactly. Made me mad too because the Red Sox were the best team for the month leading up to the trade deadline. And then the high and bloom literally said, Oh yeah, no, we're, we're long shots for the playoffs. And they've been the best team in major league baseball for more than 30 days. Mm-hmm. And then the Red Sox went on a really bad losing streak. And it's like, what do you expect? You're playing your heart out to try to get back into this race to like prove to the owners that you're, worthy of investing in at the trade deadline and then they're like meh not gonna do it and what i believe is that they did try to do stuff at the deadline and failed to because i don't think that bloom i think bloom's pretty inept yeah you've been all gear you've been on the anti heim bloom bandwagon yeah. This year. Yeah. Um, but I it really, I just really, I don't know. I'm, you know, the people on Reddit are really pro high and bloom. And it just feels like, you know, it just feels like they're chasing the dragon. You know, they're always like, oh, next year. Oh, this offseason, we're going to sign all the big guys. Oh, this is the offseason. Next year. Next year is going to be the year. And it's like, I don't know how long people are going to get like, can keep convincing themselves of that. I thought that this team this year was worth investing in at the trade deadline. Like, I don't think that, you know, we swept the Braves this year. I don't think the Braves are unbeatable. I don't think the Astros are unbeatable. I don't think the Texas Rangers are unbeatable. Like, we could have gone for the World Series this year. Yeah, still I mean, you just got to make the Still, playoffs. Yeah. Just got to make the playoffs. But, like, they didn't try. They didn't make any moves at the deadline to, like, push the needle. And I feel like they should have. Yeah. Because they're the Red Sox. Yeah. Especially because the Yankees suck right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, let's circle back around to what Jake had brought up about these Baltimore Orioles. Now, the Orioles have the best record in the American League. Do they have the best record in all of baseball? No, the Braves do. The Braves do. Okay. Lucky. Not Milwaukee. The Braves and then Baltimore is a half game better than the Dodgers. And Dodgers have come alive. That's good. Good for them. Yeah. But what Jake was referencing to earlier was um, this interview that the Baltimore... No, you right. Was it the GM? Was it the owner? No, it's the owner. The owner. Angelos. Angelos, yeah. Uh, Being interviewed because the Orioles have this really exciting, very excellent young core... The Orioles are a, Peter Angelos, thank you, Sam, are a historic team. They've got a great fan base. They're having a great season after year after year of losing. And now this 
SOB of an owner who comes out and is like, I'm not going to pay to keep this team. What do you guys think about that? Well, the the owners get like a $70,000 check or something like that at the beginning of each season. Why can't, instead of like using it all for yourself, why don't you like spend it to get some players, extend the contracts of those players? Mm-hmm. And the Orioles are really good. So I right. think it would be a really good yeah. 100%. And if your team is good, maybe people will pay money to watch your team. Right? Yeah, they're they're like halfway filling up that stadium. Oh, right? They don't need prices. I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think they need to raise prices either. If you I was reading about this online today, a beer is eighteen dollars. There, like a eight, a twenty ounce beer at Baltimore. State, like <clears throat> yep, at Camden Yards, a hot dog is eight seventy five. That's a right. Deep. These are like that's, that's like exactly. These are already at the top end of concessions prices in Baltimore. Tickets, I can't imagine, cost very much because they're still not filling that ballpark up. But we have to understand is like right now. The Baltimore Orioles payroll is $80 million or $70 million for for the entire year, which means that... Very low. That's at the low end. Right. Mm. Um, And I don't know if this guy, Angelos, is only now becoming unhinged or if He's always been unhinged, and we just never knew about it because the Orioles were so bad and some things are coming to light. But this drastically, I'm doing air quotes right now, drastically increased prices at the ballpark. Like, teams don't make their money at the ballpark. Teams are making their money through television deals, which the Orioles have. Listen, know that. Baseball teams make their money through licensing and TV revenue, it does not really matter how many fans buy tickets to a baseball game. I mean, it kind of matters, but that's not where they're getting their cash from. They're getting their cash from TV deals. Always remember that. Yeah. Um, And then we haven't talked about this either, but this guy suspended his television play-by-play announcer. Did you read about this? I did. <clears throat> there was this crazy thing. Kevin Brown's this guy's name, and he's the play-by-play, beloved play-by-play announcer for the Orioles network. Um, and he read this graphic about how the Baltimore Orioles have won more games at Tropicana Field this season than they have in the past four seasons before. And then he just disappeared from the air one day. No one knew what was going on. Eventually, somebody figured out that this guy, Angelos, this freaking sociopath, was offended that this guy read this graphic, which you got to assume he didn't put together. Like, he's not down in the stats department putting together, you know, flip art to put on the screen about the stats of the Orioles against in Tropicana Field. 
Uh-huh. And he just was so petty and just suspended this guy. No explanation, no nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy that then he would then be like, oh, yeah, well, we don't, we don't spend any money. At the beginning of this season, the people were like, are you going to sign some free agents to, like, push yourself over the top? And he's like, oh, no, this team's not ready yet. Clearly, this team is ready. And now he's saying, oh, if we're going to spend money, we have to increase prices. That's not how. Which is like, a lie. He's lying. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, fire him. He's the owner of the team. We can't fire him. <laughs> can't fire him. That's the problem. If we could, we would. Just uh, get someone like LeBron James or Steph Curry to own the team. Well, that's not a. I mean, you you you're not wrong about that. LeBron, LeBron James owns the Red Sox, though. Yeah, he's got a he's a post, he's he's like a minority. He's got like one percent or point one percent of the Red Sox or something like that. Um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes owns the Royals, one percent stake or something. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's a good call. I would love to have Patrick Mahomes own like be the majority owner of the uh, Kansas City Royals. That'd be amazing. While uh, still being playing in the NFL, but yeah, and then like he can just schedule his own uh, exhibit game against the Royals. He was also he he was a pitcher in college. Right, his dad's a major league baseball player. Was a major league baseball player. Yeah. Even the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. That's right. Those stadiums are right next to each other, too. So, so like, Patrick Mahomes should just buy the Royals and then hire himself to play for the Royals. Yeah, that would be such a baller move. But yeah. I feel like, like, I feel like this guy, Angelos, is coming unhinged and, like, that's going to be the next step. Yeah, it's like right. he's gonna fire the general manager and just be like, "I'm the general manager now," you know. Um, so I'm on CBSSports.com, which is actually a really good. It's an article about you. About me? What? Yeah. No. What are you talking about? Well, you just said you were on CBSSports.com. Oh, no, so. Oh yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family is difficult. No, I'm reading an article about what we're talking about. And CBSSports.com, this guy Matt Snyder is ripping into the Orioles' ownership about what we're talking about. Um, And so check this out. The author is Matt Snyder on CBSSports.com. And he is saying, so the, the... I'm going to read this paragraph. I apologize. This is Matt Snyder from CBS. Quote, I say this every single time an owner whines about the market and how they don't make enough money. Sell the team. Please sell the team. There will be buyers. The Marlins sold for $1.2 billion. The Royals sold for $1 billion. John Angelos' father, Peter, Bought the Orioles in 1993 for $173 million. John Angelos and his family could make a fortune 
by selling the Oils right now. Maybe 94-year-old Peter Angelos owns a team and does not want to sell. But John does want to sell. Like, that's the point. They're not broke. If, if you don't think you're going to make any money, if you invest in the team, sell the team. You would make more than 10 times the amount of money you paid for the team less than 30 years ago. Exactly 30 years ago. That's a crazy return on investment. Yeah. So just never believe owners. They're always lying. It, now I'm mad. I'm sorry. Who's the Red Sox GM? Doesn't he suck? Red Sox GM is Heim Bloom. No, yeah. he's the president of baseball operations. The GM is... Um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, <clears throat> I can't remember. The owner, the, the majority owner, what's his name? John Henry. John Henry. Because he beat that railroad track. Right. Yeah. Doesn't he have Manchester United or something? Yes. It's the same group. That's the same group that LeBron is in. That's why LeBron James like legally owns a minority share of the Red Sox is that he didn't he didn't straight up buy part of the Red Sox. He invested in this group that owns a bunch of different um, sports franchises, including, I think you're right, I think it's Manchester United. Yeah, Liverpool. It's Liverpool, it's Liverpool, yeah. it's the Red Sox, and then like Formula One race cars. And the NASCAR team, I think. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, the Red Sox, like the Atlanta Braves, are kind of owned by a conglomerate, which I think is leads to smarter management for MLB teams. I don't know. That's a hypothesis of mine. But, like, the Braves are owned by a group, like a corporation. And the, they, Braves are, the Braves are publicly traded. That's right. The Braves are owned by a publicly traded company. Right, and they've been one of the smartest. Good point, and they've been one of the smartest baseball teams of the last what eight or nine years, right? As opposed to the Chicago White Sox, who are owned by one crazy old guy, or the Baltimore Orioles, <laughs> who are owned by a crazy old. Yeah, that that's the but, only. Thing. You know if. The Orioles, if that guy wanted to sell the Orioles, now would be the time. Oh, for sure. Before he gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would drive the price down for sure. That's a second zinger. You got, I'm going to start counting Jake Zingers. That was a good one. <laughs> well, yeah. so high, right? So high. Like, so high. Payroll's low. You got a competitive team. Now's the time. You probably sell the team for close to two billion dollars. I bet. I bet you right. I would agree. If the what what was the Marlins one point one point two billion dollars? Yeah. So 
the, I mean, that's Miami, like the Orioles. This is one of the oldest franchises in baseball. It's got one of the nicest ballparks in baseball. Yeah. 1.7, I bet. Bottom. They could probably get two. You think? I I have no idea. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Sam. Yo. Buy the Orioles. Dump on the ump buys the Orioles. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Joel, how much we have in our war chest? One point seven billion dollars. Seven billion (laughs) dollars. If we'll buy the Orioles, what we got to get Otani there, though. Oh, that would be awesome. Right? No, we could rename them the Red Sox. That would just be confusing. The Red Sox, too. That would just be That's or like could... 1890s stuff, Jake. That's like when the, the Red Stockings had to play the other Red Stockings. <laughs> We could call them the pink socks. It'd be halfway between the white socks and the red socks. Yeah, like you got it mixed in the dryer. Right. <laughs> like you put your white socks in the dryer, in the washer, on high, hot with your red socks. And then you ended up with pink socks. <laughs> I like this plan. I think we buy the oil. Oh, man. And serve. Crab cakes and lobster at every game. Yeah. 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 And there should be this feature where you where fans are allowed to yell at the ump over like a mic and it projects <laughs> I like it. fans can line up to scream at the umpire. I love right there. How yeah. much do you pay to do that? That's true. Yeah. Five dollars. <clears throat> Dollars. Five dollars per like at bat. Yeah. yeah. First thousand fans into the ballpark get a free megaphone. That would be We'd make our team go bankrupt so quickly. <laughs> By buying megaphones. By buying megaphones for the first 5,000 fans. <laughs> That'd be a good game, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I like it. I mean, vote dump to buy the... Vote dump, yeah. Baltimore vote Orioles. Buy the Baltimore Orioles. Can you do another episode like this where you would take over Tony LaRusso's job? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was vote dubbed to be the White Sox manager. We got a lot of irons in the fire, Jake. We're yeah. We have a broad set of skills, and we probably should be in charge of some baseball team in some capacity. That's all I'm saying. Could buy my little league team. <clears throat> That's true, but I don't want a little league team. I want the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> Just eat crabs and like throw the shells out of our owner's box at the on the field. Oh on my the God. field, <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, Jake, I've got a question for you. Shoot. Have you been to a baseball game this year? Yes, with Sam. Remember oh, that, Sam? Wait, wait, yep. wait, wait, tell me about it. It was cold. It was yeah. cold. Really cold. It was like the second week of the season. At Fenway? Yeah. 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 Pop, remember when Papa screamed at that lady in front of us to sit down? No. <laughs> oh. I might have missed that. Pieces were like loaded, and there's this lady standing up right in front of her, and he screams, Sit down! at her. And then she just sat down. It was really funny. Yeah, we had those were pretty good seats. We were kind of up behind first base, like pretty far up under the grandstand, which is good because it was also not only cold, but also raining a little bit. Yeah. But we were undercover. Yeah. Have you ever gotten like really good seats, Sam? Uh, yeah, we sat in pretty good seats. Me and Joel. We were under down on the right field line, kind of near the pesky pole. Yeah. Uh, and then Papa used to own season tickets. Well, like a package of tickets every year. He got twenty games or something, and those were probably the best ball like seats I've ever sat at in any ballpark ever. There were five rows behind home plate, right behind the visitors on deck circle. So you used to be able to sit there and scream at the people on deck from the other team. And they were like 20 feet away from you. So they definitely could hear you. And those were good seats. Yeah. Man. You know, I want to, you know, one of my my bucket list goals is to go to all 30 MLB stadiums. I'm at uh, 14, I believe, right now. The only one I've added this summer was uh, T-Mobile Park for the Mariners with Thomas, which I think I talked about on this podcast, didn't I, Sam? Yeah, you did. That was maybe the last time we podcasted. (laughs) Probably, like six weeks ago, sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I really, I, I want, I went to a White Sox game last weekend with, uh, Marin and Lewis and, and their baby. And that was lots of fun. The White Sox lost, which sucked, but, you know. Unsurprisingly. You know, I told them, Lewis, Lewis was like asking me for, uh, DraftKings bets, and I'm like, bet that the White Sox lose, and that's the only one that that came came true. Uh, but I saw friend of the show, cool hand, uh, blue hand Luke. He's he's been on the pod, podcast. Saw him at the games today. That was cool. Uh, wandered over to section 108. Saw a bunch of those those dudes. And it was yeah, a really nice game. You know, I, I think I've talked about this before. Like, the White Sox are so terrible. But it's kind of fun to go to a game, a low-stakes baseball game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I went to a Mets game the day after they traded Max Scherzer. Tickets cost $2. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. And it was a gorgeous night for baseball. <laughs> it was real fun. 
the mood at the stadium was a little dark. With the fans booing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a rain delay, so the game started like an hour and a half late. And so a lot of people were like pretty loaded by the time the game started. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah, especially. So anyway, I mean, at one point I was like, oh, things may get ugly here. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, huh? we should play Yankees game together. Yeah, we should. I should have gone to one of those games this weekend, but I was busy. Yeah. We met Garrett Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, we'll go to a Yankees game with him. Because he says, I'll pick a fight and he'll have to fight the fight for me. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the way it works. That's the way it works. Sam. <clears throat> huh? I'm ejected from a major league game. Have I ever been? No, not me. But I've seen people ejected. Oh. Yeah, what? I've never gotten kicked out of a major league baseball game. But, you know. Easy to not get kicked out of major league yeah. baseball games. Yeah, Jake, you, you really just gotta have... not swear. Yeah, or be like abusive. Vote like avoid yeah. avoid racism, avoid sexism. Don't yeah any players' families. That's a big one. Yeah, and don't throw anything on the field. Yep. Then that's you, it that's all you have to do to not get kicked out of a baseball game it's pretty easy it is yeah you really have to try to get kicked out of a baseball game maybe you know, I don't know people do get or like fight someone else in the stands that's really probably the most that'll do it I'll do it yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh go ahead I was at a Fenway game once, and when we, were, I, when we were doing the national anthem, I dropped a hot dog into the guy in front of me's seat, and, and he almost sat down, and I was like, whoa, no, don't sit down. It was really funny. <laughs> Wait, so then, but then you lost your hot dog. I lost my hot dog. Yeah, that's sad. That's a sad story. That that Red Sox game that we went to, they were playing, I don't know, the Orioles or something. Yeah, and there was this – who were they playing, Jake? Orioles, yeah. The Orioles. And there was this jerk in an Aaron Judge uniform, like that. jersey, down in our section, down closer to the field. He got kicked out of the game. Good. Yeah. Just Wait, he got – No, I'm sure he was swearing or something. Yeah. It's pretty easy for people wearing Yankees jerseys at non-Yankees games to get kicked out of Fenway Park, I think. That, I mean, not just Fenway. I hate that so much. I, I We've talked about that on the podcast, but... Get him? I must be getting a hot dog or something. I, I don't remember that. That was so funny. Yeah. Um... Okay, I'm going through my list. Uh, Jake, is a topic we haven't covered. You talked about Luis Urias. Talked about the Baltimore Orioles. Talked about the Rangers. 
Anything we're forgetting? No, no. I don't think so. I'm going to save. I went to Europe. I'm going to save my Europe stories for a different podcast, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. We probably should. We've been going for a while now. Yeah, we're at almost an hour now. Just checking. Talked about bugs. Bugs is good. Vote dump. We're going to own the Baltimore Orioles. Right. Sell the team to dump on the M. Sell the team to dump on the ump. All right, last... Go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. You were going to say something. Nothing. No. Okay. All right. I got it. I got yeah. it. Also, on an unrelated note, we are raising money right now to buy the ball. Okay. Yeah. No, it is related. It's a related note. We're raising money. So if you have any money, uh, reach out to us on Twitter. We will find a way for you to pay us. I'll start a, uh, a what's it called? Pay me. What ben, is it called? GoFundMe. GoFundMe. I'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah. Because we should own the Baltimore Orioles. We should definitely go, go find me to buy the Orioles. Yeah. We need to actually buy it. Yeah, we, uh, we need $1.7 billion. Yeah. That's it. That's all we need. Yeah, I think we can do that. Um. NL MVP. Who's going to be NL MVP? Acuna. Acuna. Yeah. No. No debate. I think that the the MVP races are pretty tied up. I mean, are pretty sewn up. Like Otani in the AL. Yeah. And Acuna in the NL is like, you know, he's going to hit 40 home runs and steal 100 bases and also have an OPS of two. Yeah, what about Matt Olson? He has the most home runs for NL and all of baseball. Is he still on the Braves? Yeah, he's on the Braves. The Braves Braves hit a lot of home runs. No, I think it's Acuna. I think that it's pretty, pretty consensus Acuna. How about Rookie of the Year? Oh, I have no idea. Yoshida, for sure. No. You don't think so? In the AL? Ellie De La Cruz, definitely. Yeah, that's that, maybe. Ellie De La Cruz. But, I know. Yeah, but didn't he, wasn't he like a mid-season call-up? Like, yeah. Does that count? I mean, I just, there might be someone else. Dude's been lighting it up. That's true. Doesn't he have the highest strikeout rate in all of Major League Baseball, though? Only nodes like you care about that. <laughs> all right. We're all on our phones checking baseball stats now. That's my signal that I'm going to call this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Corbin so- Carroll. What? Corbin Carroll. That's what I was trying to think of. Who's, who's Corbin Kale? He plays for the D-backs. He was an all-star this year. He's he's super fast. He's the fastest guy in Major League Baseball. Faster than Ellie De La Cruz. I don't know about that. No, yeah, I think he is. 
Why is Harper just hit a inside the park home run? Same with Ellie De La Cruz. They're, they're saying they're not taking bets on the National League Rookie of the Year anymore. Because it's Ellie De La Cruz or because it's Corbin? Because Corbin Carroll. Okay. <clears throat> if De La Cruz is not eligible this year, would he be eligible next year? Maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dub on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said at the top of the show, you can listen to us on all of your social media, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and a review. Give us a one-star. Give us a five-star. Whatever you do, do not give us a three-star review. You can also listen yeah. SoundCloud and or Spotify or this weird iHeart. I don't know. Does iHeart just go around stealing podcasts? I don't know how they work. We're on iHeart, but that's sketchy as as heck. So don't deal with yeah, that. Yeah, I'll take it off of that. Well, like they, I don't know what their business plan is. Like their business plan is they find podcasts and then just put it on their website. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, you can follow us on all your social media applications, Twitter at umpdump2005, trying to get back up to a thousand followers. Uh, you know, I'm addicted to Twitter. God, I hate Elon Musk so much. We got a Facebook page. Uh, Sam, have you been doing our threads page? No. No. no I just signed us up and then that's it. Okay, well, we have a thread page, but we're not there. Send me a Blue Sky invite if you listen to this. I want a Blue Sky invite. Uh, we also got Instagram and TikTok. Actually, I've been posting videos on TikTok, mostly just me monologuing, so they're not interesting, but uh, mm. they exist if you want to follow us on TikTok. Do people view them? Yeah, most of them are bots, I think. But Right. But, like, we have lots of, or, like, Chinese spies, maybe. Right. They're just trying to suss out the next owners of the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, we got 123 followers on TikTok now. Which, is, I think, is pretty good. Like, Sounds good. I think they're mostly bots, but, like, we're not active on TikTok. But it's mostly me monologuing, and then I post cat videos. There you go. You should, you should do a dump reacts on YouTube where they're just shorts of you reacting to like baseball plays. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. We need a YouTube channel. We don't even have a YouTube channel. Mm. I don't even know how to do that. Jake, you're hired. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jake, hey, thanks so much for being on the podcast. We'll bring you back again whenever you want to. Uh, Are you broadcasting for Vermont, Jake? Yeah. Okay, so we got Vermont. Yeah. We we really got coast to coast going with this podcast, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we got to get whoever was listening in Dublin, reach out because we'll put you on the podcast. Yeah, We're looking to go international, so... 
Yeah, time difference might be a, a pain, but nah, they just have to podcast at like two in the morning. Exactly, <laughs> which makes it even <laughs> better podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, for Sam and Jake, my name is Joel. Have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Oh. Sweet baby, I'm and the if you don't believe I'm leaving, count the days I've gone. <laughs>